do a review of Lekutei Sichas Chelek Yud Zayin, the first Sicha for the Parshas Achrei. So this Sicha first discusses about Yom Kippur, the idea that the Koyen Godel had to be married in order to do the Avoida of Yom Kippurim, because the Pesach says, that the keeper so that he atoned for himself and his family. So there must be a family, that it must be a wife over there. So he has to be married in order to serve as Kohen Gadol for Yom Kippur. And the Rebbe is going to ask, why is it so important? And why is it conditional that in order for the Kohen Gadol to do the Avoid, he has to be married? It's great detail, the Rebbe is going to discuss this, and the Rebbe is going to bring out the special concept that the marriage has to do with the fact that he has a family, that it's Beisoy, that it's his home, that it is the approach of the Kohen Godel, as the Rebbe will bring from Rabbi Yossi, to be able to see in everything that you meet the goal and the depth of it, and that is to see the base in your marriage, that your wife is your house, is your is your family. So that's one idea. And then the Rebbe is going to tie in with the end of the tractate Yuma, where over there it talks about how Hashem purifies the yin. The Rebbe explains beautifully the various different uh, verses that it's brought down by Rabbi Akiva over there to prove that Hashem is Metair, why do we need all these Pesukim? And the Rebbe has also a beautiful lesson that uh, even if a person is not completely atoned, that's still something which is Hashem gives him. So one should not feel that if he can't reach and get atoned for everything that one's did, grab the opportunity. Every part of your ability to atone for is valued, as the Rebbe will explain at the end of the Sikha. Now let's look inside. Oysalaf. In the Haitiker Parsha, so in this week's portion, the portion of Achrei, by the Avoida von Koyen Godel, when the Posik discusses the service that the high priest, the Koyen Godel, did on Yom Kippur, so state, so the verse states, Vichiper Badoi Uvaad Beisoy, so that he needs to atone for himself and for his home. What does it mean, his home? Who is this home? Darshin and Chazal, so the sages of blessed memory in Meseches Yuma, and Daf Tezayin. This is the first Mishnah, because the Rebbe, this, this halacha comes from the first Mishnah of the uh, Meseches Yuma. So Chazal say that Beisai is Ishtay, that Beisai is his wife. So who is he atoned for? For himself and his wife. So this from this we learn then din the law 
as the Koyen Godel Biyem HaKippurim Uzayin HaNosri, that the Koyen Godel on Yom Kippur must be married. Because since the Pasik says he atones for himself and his family base and his home, and the home means his wife, as the Gemara says, so he has to have a wife in order uh, to serve on Yom Kippur. Now, this requirement is specifically for Yom Kippur. This requirement that the Kohen Godel must be married is This is a specific halacha which was said only with regards to Yom Kippur. This is not important all year. All year round, the Kohen Godel doesn't have to be married. And the Kohen Godel gets preferential treatment all year round without being married. This is only for Yom Kippur. In Allah, under the tag, in all other days, cannot Kohen Godel zich v'shtativ zayin in the Ravida. A Kohen Godel, a high priest, can participate in this service without being married. Not only can he participate, a Kohen Godel has specific privileges and rights. In Velcha Mishmar, as only Zayn is a Matrim Chelik Barosh. In any turn, the Mishmars, they had the various different times that the Kohanim, certain families, that they would serve in the Beis Amigdash. The Kohen Gadol can come in any Mishmar and any guard, and Unar is Matrim Chelik Barosh, and he offers this portion in the head, the top of the line. He goes first, the Kohen Godel. And yet, they're talking tonight, but there is no condition at, by the, at this, as a Davzain Anosri, that he needs to be married. So here we see this unique requirement on Yom Kippur that the Kohen Godel to serve Yom Kippur has to be married. And the question is why? Yom Kippur seems to be most of the spiritual time in the year, in the place, in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the Kohen Gadol, the highest of the people. It's a very spiritual moment, and the height of the spiritual moment. Why would it be a requirement for the Kohen Gadol at that height of the uh, service to be married? It would seem that this requires an explanation and something to make this click, to clarify this. The avoid for Yom HaKippur is not betach ilui. Service Yom Kippur is the ultimate elevation. What makes Yom Kippur service such a ultimate elevation is because there is coming together the hechste dargas from Kedusha, the highest steps of holiness Come together, Hainin Mokam, whether it's in place, which is the Kodesh Kadoshim, Hainin Zman in the time, it's on Yom Kippur, Unhain in Dargis from the Shomis Yisrael, and also in the levels when we talk about the Jewish souls, is the highest soul, the soul of the Kohen Gadol. The Signan Hayedua in the known language as is used, that Oilam Shono Nefesh in the world. That's the place, space, in the Kedush Kedoshim Shona in the year. That's the Yom Kippur Nefesh and the soul, meaning the Kohen Gadol. 
the service is done in the Holy of Holies, the holiest place in the world. In Yom HaKadosh it's done, it takes place in the day, our holiest days are This is, it's called, everybody refers to Yom Kippur as the holy day. That Helix Terzman from your that is the highest, the holiest time of the year. Who does it? Through the high priest, the Godel from Kola Kahanim, the greatest of all the Kahanim. A woman state about whom it is written, the Kohen Godel, Hashem separated to make him holy, holy of holy. That's the Godel. He is greater than them also in holiness. As the Pasuk says, the Koyen who is greater than his brothers, Goyber. And it says, Ki, because Hashem are sanctify him. Hashem is sanctifying him. That's why he's greater. So, so how come that it's specifically by the service, then it's demanded as the Koyen Godel that he has to be the Koyen Godel and has to be married. So why would we need him to be married when we're talking about spirituality? We're not talking about family, we're not talking about people, we're not talking about wife. We're not talking, why, why would this be a requirement? Especially, the Rebbe says, when you see that the Gemara says that seven days, the Mishnah says before, that seven days before Yom Kippur, there was actually prohibition of having intimacy. He would be separated from his wife for seven days. So... Why would the be a requirement here? You're separating from his wife for seven days. Then you say he has to be married. It's me, but not This surprise is even greater. is one of the preparations to the service. How do we prepare for the service of Yom Kippur? Is the gezokt in the Zalber Mishnah, as stated in the same Mishnah, that Zayin Yomim Afriin Kishin Koyin Godl Mibeisoy. That for seven days we separate the Kohen Godel from his home, from his wife. In other words, it cannot be no cohabitation during seven days before Yom Kippur. And at the same time, with Suzama Dermit, at the same time, together with this, is basis Ishtay, so that he has to have Kippur Bad Basa, his wife, by Kohen Godel, Atanaili Kuva Dafkim So this becomes a condition by the Kohen Godel. Something which would hold him back from serving as a Koyen Godel only on Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur, when we say that he has to be separated from his wife, at that same time, we're saying that he has to have a wife. What does this tell us? So, from this itself, we have the evidence that it doesn't, it's not just talking about marriage, it means that the marriage represents a tremendous high level for the. That this, that the Kohen Godel needs to be married. So in this, there lies something special, which adds to the wholesomeness of the Kohen Godel. And that's why that's a requirement of the Kohen Godel. The Marriage, having a wife, adds to the wholesomeness of the Kohen Godel. And that's why 
on Yom Kippur, he needs to be wholesome. That's why he has to have a wife. What is it about being married and the wholesomeness? That is what the Rebbe is going to explain now. But first, the Rebbe, Nois Beis, is going to point to the fact that the reason why the Koyan Godl has to have that wholesomeness is it because the service of Yom Kippur requires that? The service that he does, Yom Kippur, the special service, that service needs to be done by perfection by a Koyan Godl. Or this is a perfection which is not for this specific Yom Kippur service. It's a perfection that the Koyen Godel needs to reach for all the services of that day. As the Rebbe will point to the Rambam, that the Rambam says that the service that the Koyen Godel needs to do as a married person would apply not merely to those special avoiders that you do on Yom Kippur, but all the avoiders have to be done. So that means it's not only for the avoid, it's a status the Koyin Godel has to have that greatness. Let's look inside. Base. The explanation from the above mentioned aloha. As the Koyin Godel that the Koyin Godel and Yom Kippur needs to be married. We are able to explain it in two ways. Number one, Aleph, this is a din in the Ravid of Yom Kippur. This becomes a law that the service of Yom Kippur, it's a service of Yom Kippur law that that because the importance and the greatness of the service of Yom Kippur, that special Yom Kippur service, so first of all, it's done not just a regular koyin, nor durcha koyin gadol. Who does the service of Yom Kippur? Koyin gadol, a high priest. And then, because it's such an important service, unid durcha koyin gadol stam cannot be done only through a general koyin gadol, nor dafke durcha koyin gadol was hotnis of the milah from bases yishtei. Can only be done through a koyin gadol, which has the advantage that. That he has this wife, that family, that basically he can do the Aveda. That's number one. So that means that the reason why we need him to be married is because of the importance of the service that he's doing on Yom Kippur. But number two, base, does is Adin in them Koyen Godel. That this becomes a law for the Koyen Godel. The Koyen Godel needs to be on a higher level. Not for that service, but on Yom Kippur it needs to be on a higher level. In the Tokfun Yom Kippur, Muzder, Koyen Godel, Zayn, in Ahecher, Maidon, Shlemus. On Yom Kippur, the Koyen Godel needs to be on a higher level. There's a level which the Koyen Godel is all year, and then there's a level that he has to be on Yom Kippur. Similar, we find that a Koyen Godel, there's many and many levels in generally in a Koyen Godel. Also, all year rounds, there is different levels. There is a koyen which was Moshuach b'shemen hamishcha, while they still had the oil 
to anoint the Koyhanim Gedolim. They were anointed. It's called the Meshubach B'Shavna Mishcha. Once the oil wasn't available, he became a Koyen Godel. His sanctity was based on Meruba B'Godim because he wore the eight garments versus the four garments of an ordinary coin. So in similar where there is differences of levels in the coin Godel. So, just like we have these So likewise, he has to come to him also this greatness and this additional wholesomeness from Beis So, Beis meaning on Yom Kippur, Koyen Godel needs to be on a higher level. So, what's the difference? The bottom line, he has to be married. So, what's the difference if he has to be married because of the service of Yom Kippur? Or on Yom Kippur, the Koyen Godel needs to be on a higher level. At the end of the day, he has to be married. So, what would be the difference in Halacha? The question is, do the other work of Yom Kippur need to also be done by a Koyen Godel that is married? Or maybe the other work can be done by another Kohen Godel who's... Or maybe if I... Maybe if his wife dies in the middle. The nafkemine tzvishin di tzvei So what would be the practical difference between these two ideas in halacha? In Yema Kippurim, seine Dochfara an euch da avoides, was metutze jeden Tag. An Yem Kippur, there also takes place the usual services that take place every day. So, every day there was the Korban Tomid, there was the the Neiris, the lighting of the Neiris, that Tavaz, the Ketodis, everything that was done on a regular basis. Those are avoiders that are not tied specifically with Yom Kippur, such as the offering of the constant korbonis, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, such as the incense offering, the burning of the incense, such as the making the candles, uh, Fixing them, preparing them, etc., and the other works. So, Anyam Kippur, these regular, ordinary works, which on a normal day are done through a regular Koyen, but Anyam Kippur was But they also, the regular works, Anyam Kippur, were, are done by the Koyen Godel. Izagam as the Kedusha. So now, we know that the sanctity of Yom Kippurim, for Yom Kippurim, the fact that it is Yom Kippur, even though we're doing the other Avedas, is poil oich of the Avedas, nit Yom HaKippurim dikem They would impact also in the positive. They become a higher level uh, even though they're not Yom Kippur Dike specific avoiders, they're done by the Gemara, by they're done by the Kohen Godel, Kulshena Gemara, Ahanoi. means that they benefit the fact that it's Yom Kippur Dike Tumidim, the fact that it's Yom Kippur Dike Avoida, they benefit. So, 
while that is the case, from that and yet they are not similar to those services which we only do on Yom Kippur. So there is the special Avedis of Yom Kippur, and then we have the other regular Avedis that we do. So while they benefit from the fact that on Yom Kippur, as the Gemara says, but yet they're not Yom Kippur, the Avedis specifically. And therefore one can say, If we should accept that the fact that the Koyen Godel needs to be married is a in their avoid for Yom That obligation is part. That's an obligation in the service of Yom Kippur. Is done or to Then there is room to say there is an idea that we can say as legabi the avoidus that. When we talk relative to those works, those services, that are not tied to Yom Kippur, so the Kohen Godel does not have the obligation to be married because those Avedas aren't Yom Kippur, the if we should accept that the reason why the Kohen Gadol needs to be married is because of the Yom Kippur Avedas, that's not a Yom Kippur Dek Avedas, so that would be okay to be done by a Kohen Gadol who is not Nosri. However, according to the second idea, that the reason that he needs to be married is because of the Kohen Godel, on Yom Kippur must reach the highest level that has to be on Yom Kippur. The Kohen Godel needs to be on Yom Kippur on a higher madrege. So then it needs to come out from that as the Chiv from Nosui, that this obligation to be married is that this would also be uh, applying to the other services. The Baldos is not forbidden with the Ravoida, nor with the Kohen Godel, since it is not connected with that specific Yom Kippur service, but the Kohen Godel. So the Kohen Godel should be married for all the Avoidas that he does on Yom Kippur, not only this specific Yom Kippur, the Avoidas. Since it is the Kohen Godel that does all the Avoidas of Yom Kippur, so he needs to be married too. So if this, now that we're saying that the requirement for the Koyen Godel to be married is based, for all Avedas, is based on the idea that it is a Koyen Godel Dike requirement on Yom Kippur, the Koyen Godel must be at that level, then that fits with the ruling of the Rambam, and we say that therefore all of it just need to be done. Apizakum as the Rambam nemton that the Rambam accepts the second uh, idea, the idea that it's a shlemus in the Kohen Godel, that the Kohen Godel needs to be on Yom Kippur and higher level. because the Rambam says, Also, the other services of this day, the day of Yom Kippur, as for example, 
the fact that we need to bring the incense every day, and bettering and making good the laps. The Rambam writes clearly this is all quoting the Rambam that this is all done by a married Kohen Gadol. Why does that have to be done by a married Kohen Gadol? Why does the Rambam say that? That means that the Rambam learns that the requirement to be Nosu is a requirement in the Kohen Godel and Yom Kippur, and therefore it would apply to all the other Avedas that the Kohen Godel does. So, this just explains to us in this, in this case that what is the application that we say that he has to be married, and, we're, <coughs> and the Rebbe suggests, based on the Rambam, that the idea of being married would apply to all the avoiders that he does, not only to the avoiders that are singular to the, uh, or specific for Yom Kippur. In Ois Gimel, uh, the Rebbe is going to explain that uh, the key to understanding this, why does he have to be married, why is this requirement of Yom Kippur, is by looking how the Torah refers to the fact that he has to have a wife. Uh, the Torah refers to the wife as Beisoy, as his home. This is the clue, this is the idea so that means to say, uh, why does the Torah use the Lushen of Chippur Ba'adoy Ba'ad for his home, instead of saying for his wife, clearly. That means to say that this concept that a wife is referred to the home is the idea that the uh, Koyen reaches, the Koyen Godl reaches to that level of that at that point his wife is considered his home and to reach that level that's something which the Koyen Godl has to have on Yom Kippur specifically because that's a higher level, it's not just a level of being married in the simple sense, just having a wife but having a wife in the context of Beisah, let's look inside and the level bring down also from Rabbi Yossi that he would always refer to his wife as his home, and that will give us an idea what the requirement is for the Kohen Gadol to be married. Gimel. But the Zayn Muvan Bahagdim Habir in the Mishnah, so this would be understood by introducing the explanation of the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, So who is, and the Pasik says that the Kohen Gadol should atone for himself and for his home. And the uh, Mishnah says that that what does it mean his home? It means his wife. So but it would seem is since the translation of the word his home here means his wife. So how come the Torah doesn't say it clearly? Uh, the Torah should have said he should atone for himself and for his wife instead of saying for his Home, which means basic. A lot of times we find that the Torah writes words uh, in a, a short way, and then the Torah Shabbat, the oral Torah, goes ahead and explains it, elaborates, articulates it. But uh, that means that the Torah saved itself uh, words by writing one word, and in Torah Shabbat, it's at length. But here, the Torah Shabbat only basically explains one word. It says basic means ishtoy. So why would the Torah write something in in a way basic to need the Torah Shabbat Peh? The Torah Shabbat Peh isn't really articulating it more. It's just using a different word. So the Torah should have used that word. 
In most of the cases, the oral Torah explains at length a matter that is written in the written Torah in a short way. As we say, there is nothing that is not hinted in the Torah. So which means that the Torah Shabbat Peh writes it at length and it's hinted, there's only a hint a reference to it in the Torah. So it means that the Torah is the shorter version and in a hinted way has what it comes out in a lengthier way, in a long way, in explaining in the Torah, Shabbat and the Oral Torah. But beneath the Dahan, however, in our case, so here the uh, translation in the Oral Torah consists of just one word, Torah writes, the Torah Shabbat says that Beisim is Ishtay. Ishtay is one word, just like Beisim. Is Ashtod, then word Beisim. So it seems that instead of the Torah using the word Beisim, uh, the Torah itself could have put Ishtay. In other words, so why would the, need, the Torah need the Torah Shabbat to explain it if the Teresh Miksav is just a one word, write it in a clear way, so we don't need the Teresh Miksav to explain it. So, Muslim Zognan, so, therefore we have to say, it's not just a different word, but there's a concept hidden in here. The Torah writes it, Beisai. We have to know that it's Ishta, because we're talking about the part of it, which is the Beisai. Muslim Zognan, therefore we need to say, when the Torah used the word Beisai, is the Torah Inyan in The Torah is is coming here, is out to tell us over here and matter about Ishtar. But his word which is uh, pointed to with when you use the word base, we can understand the aspect of Ishtar. It's not just his wife, but it's base. This means that It means the Torah doesn't just say the law itself, that as the Kohen that the Kohen God needs to be married. The Torah is also telling us, that then that's, at that point he has a home. It's not just married, he has a home. The special advantage of his wife that she becomes his home, that she is his home. And, and that's what's important over here. So we need to <coughs> really focus what is the advantage of the uh, Ishta, of his wife being called his home. He called him, he's called his basic. And the Rebbe is going to explain this now with a statement of Rabbi Yaisi, who always referred to his wife as uh, basic, my home. And let we understand over there what it's meant by that. So then we will also understand why the Torah calls here basically that part of Ishta, which is the advantage of the Kohen Gadol. In order to understand this advantage that basically is Ishta, so we need to introduce that which we find in Tractate Shabbos. Amar Abiyasi says Abiyasi like this. So that's what the Gemara says over there. That forever, 
from days begun, from ever, I never referred to, I never called my wife, my wife. And the same thing is with the shoydi shoydi, and he never referred to his ox. This is my ox. When he called his wife, he would refer to her as my home. He always said, my home, that's the way he would call his wife. And when he called Ulushoidi, he never referred to it as my ox, but Sodi, he referred to my my field. Pirish Rashi, Rashi explains over there, what does it mean? Ishti Basi, he's always called my wife, he called my home, because she is the mainstay of the house, the wife is the mainstay of the house. Ulushoidi Sodi, why did he call the ox my field? Because that's the main of the field. The Ksiv, the main of the field is that a lot of grain comes, as the Pesach says, from the power of the ox, because when the ox pulls the plow and it produces the old grain, so it turns out that the main of the field is the ox. So therefore, the ox is the field. That's what Rashi explains the Gemara. So the Rebbe says, what is really the meaning in Plug is schwer zu verstehen, the Maimer for in Plug, it's hard, it's, it's, it's hard, it's a little difficult to understand. What, 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 what is it uh, important to, to know to calling Basi, and that's the main, and that's the field, it's called, the, the ox is called the field. So, so what about it? What is it trying to tell us? The Maimer for Shom. In that discussion, the Gemara, it comes that statement, the saying of Rabbi Yesi, it comes in Ein Hemshach that flows in one flow. It also comes in one uh, idea that is uh, common. Mitnoch for Rabbi with other statements of Rabbi Yesi, that in that discussion, that Gemara over there, that discusses about good conduct and and being careful and perfections, different thing. So, what does this have to do? Is vos de So, what does does it consist? This greatness and this perfection from other and from this conduct to tell us to honor from the ishti basi. Uh, to call his wife my home, what does this show us? What is the greatness? What is the perfection of here? And also to show you Sodi and to my ox, my field. So this comes in part in which the Gemara discusses there. As the Rebbe will bring down soon, uh, that is also um, uh, about Rabbi Yesi, about talking about the various different uh, uh, the things that... Um, uh, the Gemara brings down over there about the base himself, but the question is, what's the, what are we trying to tell us? What is the lesson? What is the message from calling your wife your home? The Rebbe explains now that calling your wife your home and your actual field means that you actually see the ultimate goal and the purpose at all times. It doesn't really. Uh, it doesn't really you don't really see one thing serving the purpose of another thing or you don't see it in various different way you see you're able to visualize and actually see the goal even at every juncture of the way you never is something which is a unique quality of being able to see in Hashem's creation in everything in the world 
the ultimate goal of its purpose, and that always is by you. Dalad. The beer in that, what is the explanation in this? In order and hoge from Rabbi Yesi, in this conduct of Rabbi this expresses his path in service. How he visualizes, how he sees the entire creation. Not only does he see that there is a owner, there is a master for this palace, meaning that the world has a uh, a boss, it has Hashem, Hashem is in charge. Quoting the Mishnah, that not only did he, does he see that whatever Hashem created, he creates it for his honor. So he knows that Hashem is in charge, and he knows Hashem created. That's not enough. Not in yeder inyan otergizem, but rather that in every aspect he saw, nor dem iker v'tachlis dafun. He only saw the main and the goal of what it is. Only dezach shalatzmi. He didn't see it as it is in itself, but only as it is for its goal, for its purpose. Va'at kedekach to such an extent that he always look at things and look at them in the uh, ultimate, what their purpose is and what their goal is, as by Ma'onru from the Zach, so when he was calling an item, he needed to refer to it, as this item is in his world, as he perceives it, as he sees it. So he couldn't have he could not call his wife, my wife, he didn't see a wife there, nor Erzet basically says a home. Since the matter of marriage, which is a wife, his wife, it is an introduction, it's a preparation. The main and the goal of marriage. Which is the fulfillment of the mitzvah of the mitzvah to be fruitful and multiply, to raise a home in Israel, to build a home in Israel. That comes as a result from the marriage. So therefore, that's why he saw his wife as his home, that was his home, building his home, that was the, uh, what he saw. Abderech, it says in the brackets, Abderech, this is similar to what we find, the explanation of the Rishonim, the earlier commentators of the Shaila, they asked the question, why would they not institute a special blessing of, of Kiddushin, about, about the Kedushin. We don't find the bracha that he has commanded us to sank, to, 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 to betroth the woman. We don't find such a bracha. How come? Like when you do another mitzvah, the mitzvah of Kedushin is a mitzvah. So how come we don't find a bracha on it? So, because they explain 
that the marriage, the betrothal and the marriage, they are only an introduction and a preparation to the main and the goal that comes later on through the mitzvah of Piri So this was something special and unique by Rabbi Yossi that the Gemara says Rabbi Yossi would always call his wife. Other people, uh, other rabbis didn't have that unique perspective that they would always see it that way. So, that is the way it was distinguished. Different, the way Rabbi Yossi conducted himself from his friends. Because by him, it was consistently always basic. By other Tanoim is given Zeiten. By other Tanoim, there were times there was Yomim. Was Korosili Ishti Ishti? Sometimes they did call their wife their wife. They would see the concept of just a wife as itself, not as part of a home. On unfardem tachlifun basis, without and before the goal of a home. This is also a path. It's an okay path, and it's also important. Torah gives credence and gives importance to that aspect of viewing it not just as family, but also independently. Like we find that. The halacha in the Torah, the Torah says, that when the person gets married, he needs to be free for his home. And that so he can make his wife happy for the first year of the marriage. He doesn't have to go out to war, to other things. <coughs> He's exempt because there is an aspect about rejoicing. Ishta, your wife, the Pasuk says. Life from the Nesuim on as soon as the marriage happens on, and this is no far This is before giving birth to children. Al Derech said that Tzivu Biregolim Uchulu. Similarly, there is a special command during the holidays. It says Vesimachas Ishtoi that he should rejoice his wife. Bees as does b'afraid the man from Gevisa Anderech Yuvim to the extent that this exempts the husband from certain other obligations that, uh, because rejoicing his wife, it's not to sukkah, to other things. But the bottom line is, there is a importance just in the aspect as an ishtoi, his wife, without the goal, without the family, without children. Uh, we have that if a man and a woman, if they have the merit, it says that the shekhinah, is dwells amongst them, as the Gemara says in Saita. So it's just as a man and a woman without family. And generally, we have these aspects of Torah as the Torah dictates married life, a man and a woman, independently on their own, unrelated to the family, unrelated to home, to children, etc. That is a true way of Pitora. That was therefore uh, the other approach from the other rabbis was a Torah approach.
But Rabbi Yosiaber, on the hand, on the other hand, Rabbi Yosi was unique. Hagahat Anander Seder Underech. He had a different order. He had another pathway. The Gantzim Mitzias from Zayne Chayin Nisuyim. The entire existence from his married life is given nor bichdei to mekayim zayin the mitzvah from pruravu was only in order to fulfill the command be fruitful and multiply. Oistufir in the kavone in order to accomplish the intent that Hashem had from loytoyu beroho leshavis yitzor. Hashem did not create the world to remain in a way of chaos and not inhabited, but rather leshavis yitzor. Hashem created the world to be have it settled, to have children, to bring life into this world. But that in them, inyan ishte. So in this. His wife, the concept wife, Shemelachilegizem. So here from the beginning he saw Nordem Shpetavikin Ikrivetachlis. He only saw the later on what came, the main and the goal, the minion from Basi, the idea of his home. <coughs> the Rebbe brings an example for this. Dukma Ladovar is Maimarazal. Uh, to bring an example for this is a saying of our sages of blessed memory. They say, One who is wise, who can be considered wise, one who sees what will the result, sees what will come. The Pirusha portion of them is the simple meaning in this is, that the wise one understands and he knows in every aspect what will result from this? What will this happen from this aspect? Over the deal can them is, but the emphasis over here, if you look into the words clearly, it doesn't say he knows what's going to happen. Or there may be no or understands it. The language here that he sees what's going to result. This is much more than just knowing and understanding. The Chochem sees the, what's coming to result, the result that's coming. Just as other people see those things that are actually uh, happened, he sees it, the Chochem, before it happens. As is doch. It's not compare. You can't compare just hearing something or seeing something. So even when you hear about something, hagam, hearing doesn't mean that you doubt it. Hagam as dishmi is an amitis betachlis. That what you hear is fully true. Unazad toikef was positive mention, and it's so forced with so much force that that impacts the person. So. Even though you don't see it, but hearing is also powerful. It's not as powerful as seeing, though. Hearing can be very strong, like we see Al Derech Megifin by Yisrael, similar to what we find by Yisrael Mashmur Shama Uba. Says, what did he hear that he came when they made him come? So we see that it impacted him. He heard. So you see that hearing can also impact a person very powerfully. But from that but yet, nevertheless, Bichdeyes on Nem and Dizach Bishlemusay. In order for him to take it completely whole, fully, so Yisrael needed to come and see it. 
with his eyes. It's not the same. So just hearing about it, back home he needed to come. He came, he came, he had to come to see it. So, and this consists the greatness of the Chochem. That the power of his hearing is so strong. That he becomes somebody who sees what's going to result. Not just does he know, understand, but he actually sees it. So that's the Re'iya. So that's something which is similar to what explains what Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi would not just uh, know what the marriage is about, but he would actually see in his marriage that this is his home. And the meat is Oich Musbar This is also what this will explain specifically was other Maimer for Rabbi Yaisi, that this statement of Rabbi Yaisi that he called his wife, his home, from my days, I've never called her my wife, but my home, this comes immediately after his sake. It says, that I have had uh, five cohabitations, and I planted five cedars in Israel, meaning he had five great children from those uh, relationships, because this previous, this mimer, this statement over here about his children, uh, is reveals them the idea, the point of his saying that follows in Zain Seder mit Ishti, in the way his order, the way his uh, order was with his wife, is by Imnit Given Kishum under Metzis. He had no other uh, existence. There was nothing else there besides the fact to raise a home in Israel from Chamisha Rosim from five cedars. Therefore, from the beginning, which means from ever, from the beginning, he already called her with the name of her goal, which is based. <clears throat> because this and, the, and that, that that is why the planting of the five arosim was the idea that he saw a, a wife in his wife as from the beginning ishti basically and this does not just apply in his approach to where he saw uh, his wife human beings as but this applied even when he looked at the uh, living stock, at the animals, at his ox. There too, need nor nochmer. Furthermore, need nor in the min not only in the category of the human, of the speaking, of the human. Ubefrat Abbas Yisrael, especially within the humans, not only as a daughter of Israel did he see the ultimate goal, Hotel Gezen, nor dem tachlis, he only saw the goal, nor atazoi, gezen, oich dem min hachai. That's the way he also looked at the category of the living of Shoei. Uh, that is includes also the grain, etc. Includes the animal and also his portion of the world. Uh, in general, 
in generally, Oich in so in, in his portion of the world in generally. So the way he looked at his portion of the world and the way he looked at the Menchai, he saw the goal. Oich in Shoyreter Gezen, also in the ox, he saw northern Tachlis of the Matar of He only saw the goal and the purpose from his from from their existence. What did he see? So he looked at his field. The he saw in the field, he saw my field, what is so he saw Raftu Kershoir Boskumt Durcharisha and Soda. The lots of grain that comes through the power of the ox through plowing and sowing and 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 and, and cutting in the field. So that too, he saw it from the beginning. Nor even before there was already plowing the sowing, the way he saw it all. He didn't refer to the ox, this whole all of his portion of the world is ox in the field. It's not his ox, it's in in him Already while it was still the ox, he saw. And therefore, he saw him the study. He saw the result of the shayri. He saw it right away because this is all what it was all about. He saw the goal and the purpose of it. So I know you hate it. I was going to say this is why it's uh, the the level of basi is such a great level because we're referring to uh, the pasuk calls it with the name the name basi because we're referring to that the koyan godl should be able to reach the higher level that the goal of uh, of all around him will become what's the important, that it becomes a base and to reach that level you need that on, on, on Yom Kippur. Let's look inside. Hey, B'chol Anal is verstanding. But all the above it's understood. The great advantage of the Koyen Godel was that the Yom Kippurim Gedar Zayin Anosui that on Yom Kippur he needed to be married. And it's not just that he's married, but he needs to be from Beisay. So the Torah refers to it as Beisay, but Beisay, and that's the Ishtay. Not just married, but Beisay Ishtay. This means, as said above, that he first, he has to actually have a wife. But that he should see that the Ishta is only his home. And that brings a wholesomeness and greatness in the Kohen Godel, not the way he sees this Ishta and Beisei brings the wholesomeness in, in. So he has to have a wife, but it has to be Beisei. How does that bring wholesomeness to the Kohen Godel himself because he has a bias now. A person who has no home is not considered to be fully a person. As When you have a home, then you become a, a person. So that gives him the ishta, gives him the home that he needs. The far is the Torah medayik to zogun. The Mloshin Beisay. That's why the Torah is specifically 
particularly saying the language of Beisei, Unit Ishtoi, in order to emphasize, as the koyen godel darfstein in the darge von ishti basi, that the koyen godel needs to stand on the level on the step from ishti basi with toydesh abapet taichtes ois in the ranhoga, as the oral Torah actually translates it in the conduct of kol yama for Rabbi Yisim, in the, all the days of Rabbi Yisim. That's why the Torah is calling it over here. To tell us that this is what we expect and this is what the uh, elevated level of the Kohen Godel and Yom Kippur is that his Ishtay becomes Beisei. And this, as the Rebbe said, brings his level that becomes the level of Odom. Since that the halacha, that the Kohen Godel and Yom Kippurim needs to be married. It's not just an obligation to be married, nor a struct in sich, the shlemus amayli in koyan godl, but rather it also carries in it the wholesomeness of greatness of the koyan godl that bases the ishta. It's not just married, but it's his home that it can now, as I said before. The svar is loit svarashni hanal siv beis. So, therefore, according to the second idea that we mentioned earlier in siv. Base is just not a din in the Avodah for Yom Kippurim, so that's why it's not only about Yom Kippur because this has this is not about Yom Kippur. There's not a din we get it in Kohen Gadol. We're trying to get a higher Kohen Gadol here in Vosfra Darge Davstein. We're talking about what the level the Kohen Gadol has to stay. He has to be basically the Ishtay on that level. This basically is. Uh, the explanation of the first part of the Sikha that I wanted asked how come he needs to be married, the Koyen Godel, and we explained that it's not just the marriage, but it's called Basi. And that concept of being the reaching that you should see the goal in Ishtoi, so that's in addition to being married, you also have to be able to see the level of Basi. That's a higher level of a Koyen Godel. So therefore, on Yom Kippur, we require that level from the Kohen Gondol, and this would apply to all the service. So that's the first sikh, it's almost a standalone answers. Uh, the sikh would have been uh, ended over here at this point. But here the Rebbe goes now and goes into a whole new discussion in the last, explaining the last Mishnah of, uh, of Yoimah. And the Rebbe will tie in the, the end and the beginning after asking several questions and explaining that Mishnah very thoroughly, uh, the statement of Rabbi Kiva, Lifnim uh, Yatabatarim, the, the, the different psukim, very, very uh, detailed. And the Rebbe brings out there's a central connection between the idea that we explain now and what we'll explain later on. And that will start with Oizvav. Oizvav. So Kiyadua, as it's known, there is a connection, there is a tie that tzivishun that has cholah from a mesechta between the beginning of a tractate and the end. Was the farism and zechnoyek? Therefore, it is a custom in a hadran when a person concludes the mesechta to gefinen to find 
Atoichen Meshutov, a common theme from the Siyum, from the Mesechta Mitir Haschola, from the end of the tractate with the beginning. Same thing is in our case. We're making a seum of the attracted yoima. There is a connection. <coughs> we discussed the beginning that Inyan from the idea that his home is the wife was is gezokt given in the Eshter Mishnah, which was said in the first Mishnah. For Mesechus Yoyma, for Mesechus Yoyma, Hota Kesher has a tie with the Mesechus with the conclusion from the Letzter Mishnah in the Mesechus, with the last Mishnah in the Mesechus. So here is what it says in the last Mishnah. Omer Rabbi Akiva. Says Rabbi Akiva, Ashreichem Yisrael, how lucky are you, Yisrael? Lifnei mi atem metaharim, before whom do you purify yourself? Who purifies you? It is your Father in Heaven that purifies you. As the verse says, This is a posik in Yecheskel, Perik Lamed Vov, Posik Chofei. So the posik says, I will sprinkle upon you pure waters, and you will become clean. So you see that the Ebershter will sprinkle clean waters on you to purify you. The Oimer, and then there is another Pasik. So he brings down the Pasik in Yirmiya, Perikud Zayin, Pasikud Gimel. So there the Pasik says, Mikveh Yisrael Hashem, that the Mikveh for Israel is Hashem. Hashem is their Mikveh. That means that Hashem is the one that purifies them. The Ma Mikveh Metair Esatmeim. Just as a mikveh purifies those who are tamei, those who are defiled, Avakodesh Baruch Hu Yisrael, so also Hashem purifies Yisrael. Okay, this is the end of the Mishnah. So the Rebbe first is going to explain that Mishnah, and that way we'll understand the connection between the first Mishnah and the last Mishnah. So Farshtein them Kesher, in order to understand the connection, the tie between these two Mishnahs, Darpen Zechfreyer Obstelm. So first we need to stop. I've Shailas with the Yukum and Akiva, some questions and some uh, emphases and uh, details in the words of Rabbi Akiva. Aleph, number one. First, the question is, what is the whole Chiddush of Rabbi Akiva to tell us that Hashem is the one that is retired the Yidin? That's an obvious. What is Rabbi Akiva coming to teach us over here? What kind of novelty is it? This is self-understood. As Norder Eberster is there, was his Metahir, that it's only Hashem who is the one who purifies the sins of the Eden. As it's articulated in many and many verses in the Chumash and the Nevi'im Ksubim. So what's Rabbi Kiva coming to Mechadish, that Hashem is the one that purifies us? Especially if you look in the Mishnah itself, as right before the statement of Rabbi Kiva, state in their Mishnah, it says in the Mishnah, Dorash Rabbi expounded. It says, Mikol Seichem Lifnei Hashem Titoru. So the Pasik in 
then Achrei, in Achrei Mois, in Perik Tazayim, Pasuk Lamed, says that, when it talks about Yom Kippur, so it says that, from all your sins, before Hashem will be cleaned. And what does Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah say? Aveiris sheben odom lamokim yemakipurim achaper. If those are sins that are between man and Hashem, then... Yom Kippur atones for them. But what happens, sins that are between man and his friend, between man and man. Yom Kippur does not atone until he appeases his friend. So from the fact that it says that the kapore, the purity, and the katonium is lifnei Hashem. Hashem is mavuah as the kapore kun for neibershin. So this is clear. It's explained here that the atonement comes from the Hashem. And was bechalal gitzu maimer abakiva. So what uh, at all? What in general? What is the statement that abakiva adding? If them was mevesher from divrei Abelazim and Azariah, and that which we already know. For Rabbi Lezim and Azariah. Rabbi Lezim and Azariah says also that So what is he coming to be Mechadish? Based. Nochmer is the Tmiya. There's even more surprise in the uh, proofs that he brings for Vos. Darf Rabbi Akiva Onkum and Tzurayis. Why does Rabbi Akiva need to come on to proofs, to evidence? As Hakadosh Baruch Hu is metayred the Eden from Aposig in Nevim, he brings evidence from the that Hashem is the one that purifies the Eden because there is a verse he brings from Nevim for Aposig in Yecheskel. First, he brings the verse in Yecheskel, and then he goes on and it does not satisfy himself with this, then he brings a second proof, from Yirmiya, from another Pasuk in the Navi, this is a Pasuk, this is a clear verse in the Chumash, this brought down in the words of the Blesman Azariah, the Pasuk says, in our Parsha, in this day, he will atone for you. Litahir eschem. He will. Who is this? Tevishet mitahir. We call chatosichem. Lifnei Hashem titaharu. That before Hashem, from all your sins, before Hashem, you'll be purified. It's Hashem who will atone for you, and before Hashem, you'll be cleaned. Not only is this a pasuk in Chumash that we learn, and they're bringing psukim from Yirmiyah and Cheskel. Adra bedafkin dem pasuk verem bemefoyrish dermon dibei de protim. In this passage, there are very clearly mentioned the two details was anedoyin the rate for the bakiva, which are in the words of the bakiva. Aleph, he says, lifnei mi atemetarim. Before whom the passage says, lifnei Hashem titharu, that before Hashem. And then it says further, mi metareschem. Before whom are you cleaning? Who cleans you? It says yichapir letareschem. He will atone to purify you. So both of these details, before whom. And who does it? They're both in this Pasuk. And he doesn't bring this Pasuk from our parsha, but he brings the other Pesukim. So, the Rebbe says, maybe 
we're going to say that Rabbi Akiva disagrees with Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah. Mekanit Zogun, as Rabbi Akiva is mechuluk with Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah on halt, that he disagrees and he's of the view as the Rebishter is metayr umechaper oich of Avedah Shemirot Mechaver. He holds that Hashem purifies and atones also for sins that are between man and man, between person and his friend. Afilu ben loyrit says Chavere, even if he did not appease his friend. So Rebbe Lez ben Azariah said you have to appease him in order to get the atonement. And he disagrees, we're going to say. On the river, Kenan it bring in the raya from Posik, and that's going to be the reason why he cannot bring the proof from the verse, V'as bring to Rebbe Lez ben Azariah the word of Nei Havaya Titharu, before Hashem, you should be purified. Because that would mean that only if there's a Vedas with Hashem, he you purify, but not Ben Odom Lamokim. But he disagrees with that. That's why he's not bringing that Posik. But the Rebbe says, Rabbi Kiva is not disagreeing because it doesn't say, Val Fundam Loshen. Omar Rabbi Kiva, since it says, first, is there, usually there's a rule if a second opinion follows a first opinion, if it says, if it would say Rabbi Akiva Oimer, that means he disagrees. But Omar Rabbi Akiva says Rabbi Akiva, which is a language of non-disagreement, uh, but he's just adding, It doesn't say Rabbi Akiva Oimer is moving, it's understood as Rabbi Akiva is nit mechuluk mit Rabbi that he does not disagree with Rabbi but rather he adds on the words of Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah. And also, maybe he's coming to add, on the other hand, to say that even uh, after the appeasement, you need uh, to still come out to Yom Kippur, even when you appease, that's what Rabbi Kiv is trying to say, that even if you appease, you still need to be um Atonement from Yom Kippur because that's in the words of Rabbi Lezman Azariah. He does. He just says he he doesn't disagree with that. Rabbi Lezman. He just says that you need first to appease your friend. You can't say as Rabbi Kiva is moisy for madgish. That Rabbi Kiva adds and emphasizes. That even after he pre, he he appeased. His friend, So even when we're talking about sins between man and his friend, we still need the purity through your Father in Heaven. Because, first of all, that's obvious, because that when you uh, violate a mitzvah that is between person and the friend, so that's not only committing a sin against your friend. They explained that these are actually, essentially, mainly, they are between a person and Hashem. If you insult or you hurt in some way your friend, this is really, in essence, mainly a uh, uh, an offense against Hashem. Because the reason we have to observe the mitzvahs between man and man, the farvals is an from is because they are instructions from Hashem. So is Bemela Farstandik, so therefore it's understood as that even after he appeased his friend, he says, So that's only the part 
of the mitzvah, which has a connection with his friend, that you offended him, you have to ask him forgiveness. And but in order for the person to become totally pure, also the fact that the instructions of Hashem, so he offended Hashem by offending his friend. Also, according to the Bazari, we still need to come out to Taras Hakadosh Baruch Hu to the purity of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Just like in the mitzvahs between a person and Hashem, you need Hashem's tahara. These violations of mitzvah is also a violation to the Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and you need to come out to the purity of Hashem's. That's obvious. And if you read the words of Rabbi Lezman Azari, you actually see this. This is actually emphasized in the word of Rabbi Lezben Azari. Over there it says, He says that the sins between man and man, Yom Kippur won't happen until you appease. But you still need Yom Kippur to be Mechaper. He says that clearly. That after the appeasement after you made up with your friend, you still need to come on to the Atonium Kippur. That comes from Kodesh Baruch So that's really the Blessed Nazaria. So, so the question really is, what is the Rebbe uh, Akiva coming to add over what Rebbe Elizabeth Nazaria said before? Doesn't seem like he's ends, ends, and adding anything, and he's bringing verses from uh from Nevim and, and, and versus the Pasuk and the Chumash. So what's going on here? Number three, Gimel, Farvoz, Taf, Rabbi Kiva, Hobbin, Why does Rabbi Kiva require two proofs? As he emphasizes and he says that the Pasuk, and there's another verse, one proof, and there's another proof, that's a language that shows that points to the fact that the Ersterai is not Maspik, that the first evident is insufficient. As the Gemara usually says in such a case, why do we need the second Pasuk? So we have to understand why do we need two Psukim B'chlal to explain the din of uh, Rabbi Akiva. What is Rabbi Akiva coming to tell us? And why is he bringing this Psukim from there? And, uh, and why do we need two Psukim? In Zion, the Rebbe is going to explain that what Rabbi Kiva is essentially trying to tell us that the uh, reason why Ayim uh, Kippur were getting this uh, special atonement isn't based on the fact that because it's Yom Kippur, it's based on the fact because these are Yidin and on the mile of Yidin comes out on Yom Kippur. But the same as the Rebbe spoke earlier, the Rebbe explained earlier that the advantage of uh, being uh, uh, married, that the fact basically, that's something which isn't connected specifically to the avoid of Yom Kippur, that's connected to the advantage of the Koyen Godel. The Koyen Godel has that mila, and therefore it goes through all Avedas. Over here, we're saying it's not just Yom Kippur, that is the reason for the atonement. But it's, Rabbi Kippur is explaining here that it's because of the uh, Yidin and because of the essence of a Yid, as will be explained. Let's see inside. The Bir Ois Zayin, the explanation of this is. 
Just as we discussed, explaining the beginning of the Mesechet, that this advantage, the Beisei, which is his wife, as the Mishnah said, is not a conditional just for the services of Yom Kippur, that the special services. But Amayla in Shlemis and Koyen Godel Gufa, that's a advantage in the wholesomeness of the Koyen Godel's level. And the Far, Hotes Ashaiches, and that's why that relates, it's connected, it's not only for the special work services that we do in Yom Kippur, but it also relates to all the service of the day as the Rambam rules, as we said, the Rebbe brought down earlier, that all those have to be done by a Kohen Godel, which is Nosri. So, is dos in the Inyam So, a similar way, similar explanation is this idea that is discussed in the end of the Mesechta. The Kaporeun Tare was Tutsuch Kippurim. The atonement and the purity which is accomplished on Yom Kippur. This is the uh, addition that Rabbi Kiva adds to the words of Rabbi Lezim and Azariah. From the words of Lezim and Azariah, we only know as Yom Kippur is Machaper. That Yom Kippur atones, but those can sign, mitzad them tog for Yom Kippur. This can be because of the day, Yom Kippur day, the sanctity of the day, etc., if them is Rabbi Kiva Meisif, so Rabbi Kiva adds to that, as those which Yom Kippurim mechaper that this that Yom Kippurim betones is as neat nor mitzad them tog for Yom Kippurim. It's not just because of Yom Kippur Day nor mitzad, but because them them was doubled vetnesgale. Then it is revealed milus Yisrael. And then the advantage of the yidden is revealed. Then so it's the yidden. Ashrechem Yisrael, how lucky are you Yisrael? The kapore b'yem akipurim, the atonement of Yisrael is mitzad them farbund, was is dot zvishnid mitavichem sheba shemaim. That is because of the connection, the tie that is between the yid and the Father in heaven. So it's Ashrechem Yisrael, not because of the day, but it's revealed who the yid really are, their relationship with Hashem. So for this novel idea, that it's not just Yom Kippur, but it's not Hashem as a Tolman, but it's the specialty of that they're Yisrael, from the Posse, he brings the proof, I will sprinkle on you these pure waters. Over there it's evident, as that Hashem purifies the Yidin, also not in Yom Kippur, because from their Posse, that Pasik talks about the time of redemption, so that's not related specifically to Yom Kippur. Nochber. Furthermore, it's not just because they're Yidin, but their essence that they're Yidin. Nochber from Pasik Vizarakti Gaimer. From this verse, Vizarakti Gaimer, is move on, it's understood as the Emesat Harabigula Hasida, that the true purity in the future, in the coming redemption, is Mitzad Der. My love for Eden is because of the advantage, just because independently, just because they're Jews. That is, even when they're sin, they're my children. It is because of that advantage that they are Jews, they're Hashem's children. 
not even from the because of the work, the service, or the repentance for Yidin. It's just because they're Yidin. As it says before, the passage says, it's not because of you that I'm doing it, house of Israel. I am going to spread this haste. The title is Nit Metzad It is not because of the sanctity of the day that it's Yom Hakipurim. It's not because Kedusha Sabokim, because sanctity of the place. Avoid the Kedusha Kadoshim, the service in Kedusha Kadoshim. Or the it's not even Metzad Devasid Nishtein Amatzaf Kedusha. It's not even because of that the Yidna are standing in a standing in a situation of Kedusha. Nor Metzad Der Maile for Naidin Beetzem. This is because of the great disadvantage of a yid in essence, b'chol zman b'chol mokin, every time and every place. So b'meila darf menzogun, so therefore we have to say, as oich b'yem ha-kippurim, that also yom kippur, is taris Yisrael, nit b'loiz mitzadim, talk for yom kippurim, that the reason that Hashem purifies the yidin on yom kippur is not because of the day of yom kippur, nor b'ikir mitzad ma'elus Yisrael, but mainly because of the greatness of the Yid. So, why is this Pasuk not enough? Oh, but for that Pasuk is not talking Raya Gemura, it is not a complete evidence from this verse, that this atonement that we're talking that takes place is because of the essence of the greatness, the advantage of Yidin. Because there they're discussing the time of redemption. But that's a time when there is a time of appeasement. And you can you could argue, you can say, as Azman Groma, that it's the time, the time of redemption is what causes Kippurim. But we're trying to say similar to Yom Kippur is Aisrots, but we're trying to say it's because of the essence of the Yid, not because of any outside. The river brings That's why he brings an additional proof from Posik Mikva Yisrael Hashem. That Hashem is the mikvah of Yid, was dort retzich. Over there, the discussion is alaf nidvegn azman for neisrotzen. It's not a time of appeasement. On base oich ven Yidin zayin givenin amatzvish like the boy. It talks in a situation when the Yidin were not the way they were supposed to be. On for desvegn zog the pasuk. The pasuk still says mikvah Yisrael Hashem. The mikvah Hashem ma mikvah chulav akadish baruch umetaris Yisrael. Just like a mikvah purifies Hashem, purifies the Yidin. So you see that it's nothing to do with what they do, but just because of the essence of the Yidin. And therefore that's also the reason why the Makib is Mechadish, that that is also the reason why the Tahara that takes place in Kippur, not because of Yom Kippur, not because of the place or the or the Avodah, but just because the essence of the Yidin. So according to this explanation that we're trying to bring the second possible because over there, it's more evident that this is the essence of the Yidden, because even it's not in a time of appeasement, and it's the not a time when they're even doing things properly, and still Hashem says, Ma mikveh metayr, that mikveh Yisrael Hashem. But the question is, so why doesn't he just bring down this posik? And the Rebbe is going to bring out that there is a difference between the tara of the mikveh and the tara of the hazoah. The hazoah, the sprinkling, which is the first posik, is actually expresses the essence of the uh, connection between Yidin and Hashem. 
more than a mikvah. Mikvah, the, and that's why we bring Hazor first, the first Pasuk, uh, and then just to uh, substantiate and to further say that it's even and when there's not an Eisros, and he brings the second Pasuk. Let's look inside. Ches. According to this, nor the Tzvetin Pasuk. He should have just brought the second verse. Mikveh Yisrael Hashem. Unid the Meshten, and not the first is the beer in them. Is the explanation the chilik tzvishin the tzeip sukim is what's the difference between the two verses? Is vezorakti is al derech the tarel the hazor. Sprinkling comes like through the hazor that you sprinkled from the ashes of the poraduma on at me mes. O mikveh Yisrael, and that's a mikveh al derech tefillah mikveh, which is a version of mikveh for all for all tubas you immerse in the mikveh. What's the differences between when you sprinkle and when you immerse yourself? Aleph, number one. Hazor is Hazor comes from the one who is pure unto one who is tame. And it's done. Somebody else does it. But on the other hand, is you do it by yourself. Nobody does it for you. Number two base. Davki Hazor can the tires are for tubas mess? The power to clean tubas mess, going to the mikveh is not going to be sufficient for a person who is defiled by touching a a corpse, a dead body. So these two differences also are understood in the spiritual aspects. Tarebi mikveh, the immersion in mikveh is vosayid can That is something which a yid can accomplish with his own powers. With his own service. But when he is at a step that he is defiled by a maze, God forbid, he doesn't see openly how he is connected to Hashem. That's why there is no life. So that means that means he's like that because. We don't see that connection that he has to Hashem, which would make him Chaim Kul Chemayim, would make him Chaim. He doesn't have that life. Then he needs to come on. can't do it on his own. He needs Vizarakti. Voskumpil comes from above. The says, Nit Mitzad That's not his service. Nor Mitzad Zain Atzmizdikim Farbun That comes because his essence, connection, his tie to Hashem, was the Farbun Islamulgans. That remains. Always whole. Under far and therefore, Bishas Rabbi Akiva will bring an araya. When Rabbi Akiva wants to bring evidence, as Taras Bnei Yisrael mitzad zeratz mizdiker mila, that the purity of the Bnei Yisrael is because of their advantage in essence. Was his hecher from Dagmolas Azman, which is higher than the limitations of time. He wants to say that there is an essence connection. It's not hinged on the standing and the situation where the Bnei Yisrael are standing in Avedis Hashem in order to get that purity, but it's just their essence. So first he brings the first Vizarakti. The Tarevos is Farbun, and that is the purity which is connected. That is the essence of the connection for Ayyid with Hashem.
But the bald ober the posik read the fort wegen as man for this rotzkenal. But since, after all, the posik does discuss about a time when there is a time of appeasement, bring the deliver them tzvaitin posik. That's why he brings the second posik mikveh Yisrael Hashem over there. That posik was read not wegen as man miyuchad. That doesn't talk about a special time. And that proves that it also tells us that this is during old times. But on the other hand, it's there is an advantage. And on the contrary, we need the first posseg. That's the main. That's why that's the first proof. Because specifically there talks about the Tareh that comes from the essence of Eden Canal. As I said before, because we're talking about Hazor, we're talking about Tumas Meis, we're talking about the low, lowest level of purity, but the only sprinkling of Hashem, which means the essence of the Neshama, is the one that can accomplish that. And that's what we want to bring out, that on Yom Kippur we have that essence of the Neshama revealed. In Ois Tess, uh, the Rebbe is mechadish, a tremendous novelty and hero from the second part of the po- the posik, the second posik of Ma Hamikveh Metaris Atmeim, which in one way gives us a greater insight into the power of the Tare that comes from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Although the purity that comes from above, mitzad, that is kashrus atzmis kinal, because of this essential connection, kinal, as mentioned earlier, is be'ikher, so where is it mainly? By hazoevos, is metar from Tumas Mes, it's by sprinkling, which purifies from the impurity of a corpse. There is similar, some of it is also applies when there is tar in the mikvah. This is what Rabbi Kiva is coming up with this novel idea that just as the mikvah, the same thing is HaKadosh Baruch What is he learning from the mikvah? That also the tahare in the way of the mikveh nemtzach from them was Hakadosh Baruch Hu metayres Yisrael. That comes from the fact that Hakadosh Baruch Hu purifies Yisrael. On al pizei is moving nochadiuk in divrei rebakiva. There is also understand with this on another point in the words of rebakiva. It says ma mikveh metayres hatmeim. Why does it say that the mikveh is metayres hatmeim? The chayre divertres hatmeim is an ibrik. Seemingly, these words tmeim are extra. Just like a mikveh, it purifies the shamas metair. What is the metairs at tmeim? So the Rebbe explains here an interesting, very beautiful explanation of the beer that din by mikveh is the law by mikveh is as tvila is metair oich for na mixas tumo. That the tvila immersion can also purify a partial tumo. Does haste. That means a feel of an amench hot noch atuma. So the person has an additional tumor. He has several purities, impurities. 
was the tefila cannot be tired. That additional tumor that tefila cannot is not affect that. Healthy over to be tired. They mention alcohol pony from their tumor call. It still helps the person to purify him at least from the lighter tumor. So notwithstanding that he's still tummy with the bigger tumor, but the mikveh still helps for the lower tumor for the lesser tumor. The faris rabbi kiva medayik. And that's why Rabbi Kiva says specifically, Ma mikveh metayres hatmeim, af hakadosh baruch hu metayres Yisrael. The Rambam to hint over here, as kishem v'yam mikveh metayir oich divos lachrat v'lo blaybin zitomei is metayres hatmeim. It purifies those who remain. Tomei after the tefila atare for mikzus tumor, which means it's metayret meim. It gives them a partial tare. Azoi zoi hakodesh baruch metayres yisrael. The same thing is Hashem purifies the yid as a yid only trachten that a yid should not think as when there to tshuva nor if a chelik for zayn averis if he repents only on a portion of his sins. Whether ebrish tenit mekabel zayn zayn mikzus tshuva, Hashem will not accept his partial tshuva. Not in themselves often, but rather in the same way via mikveh metayres at meim. That just like the mikveh metayres meim, oichdi was bleiben tomech lachrat will also those who remain impure after the tefila after the immersion, asoy is their eibrister metayir eden. So the same thing, Hashem, the same way the eibrister Hashem purifies the eden. Oichven zezane noch tomerachmon l'tzlan from under averis, even though they're still impure from other averis, but yet the eibrister is metayir them from those averis. That's what in them is. So what's the explanation in this? While Hakadosh Baruch Hu metayir es Yisrael, it's Hakadosh Baruch Hu that is metayir Yisrael. Vibal does oich ditare b'mikveh, since that also this purity that comes through the mikveh, not only through hazor, but in the mikveh, kumnit bekoich that avayid from Eden that doesn't come just the power. With the strength of the yid, nor mitzad hakadosh baruch hu hakadosh baruch hu metahir mitzad er atzmis dikiris kashus and aid with neighbors because of the essential connection of a yid with Hashem. Der far hotes nitkei nagbolos. That's why it has no limitation. Evert nimshich and aral is manim matzovim. It extends in all times and in all situations. Bizas oich tzaza, even to someone to such was oich lachre atare hotter noch. If zich under the tumors that after the purity he has other tumors, oich by him is daughter Hakadosh Baruch Hu metayres Yisrael. But he also have Hakadosh Baruch Hu metayres Yisrael that that part at least that is because of these kashrus atzmi. Yud dosi deiron niflo was bedivrei Rabbi Kiva. This is the wonderful, beautiful lesson what's we take from the words of Kiva as come to gain I eat some maybe to bet it comes a Jew comes to Hashem and and asks I don't have the strength to be and I don't have the time to regret all of my sins but I do have a few free minutes so I am going to regret and I'm going to confess if D and D on this and these Averis they bother me a lot, they disturb me a lot. I want to at least regret and confess for those some Averis that are very troubling me. Can there remain in? So you might think as that Hashem does not accept such a truva. Rabbi says, No, wrong. Ashrechim Yisrael, lucky Yisrael. By veil is to Eden. 
it's, it's fortunate. The Jews are fortunate. When Hashem sees that a Jew that he turned to him, any matter, is a mechaper, he immediately atoned. Purifies Yisrael. And then Hashem helps him. As all I mitzvah get this mitzvah, one mitzvah to drag another mitzvah. As all potaver from all his anaveris, should get rid of all of his sins. Bizer vert in azad darge till he gets to the level from about tshuva. But tzadikim gemurim yelchen lamed shom that even the great tzadikim cannot stand there. This is mesichas bav tishrei tovshin lamed aleph.